Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB, we're looking back at Wednesday. Um, and uh, are the, the wheels coming off the at the 1pm press conference? Is the tide beginning to turn? Are they, are they actually starting to get asked some hard questions? Uh, that well-known dope fiend, Helen Clark, and uh, sort of co-hosted with Kerry yesterday and Raylene had a great toilet story for us I can only guess what that could mean but first up uh, it looks like Australia's going to be making some vaccine and we might get some so should, should we make it um, mandatory do everybody have to take it so what is your position do you prefer Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern not mandatory or SCOMO mandatory to be honest, I don't think I could have said it any better than um, than Jacinda. Actually, um, that's not how we roll here, uh, and we we've not needed to do that. And we also don't need everybody to be vaccinated in order for this to be really effective. Uh, what do you say to people who think vaccination, mandatory vaccination, is a great idea? What are the the pitfalls of that? Well, the pitfalls are, um, you know, you're pressuring people to to do something they might not want to. Um, and also, perhaps you need to look at your approaches to helping people understand, you know, why this might be a good thing. I think, you know, we, we, we could probably fix some of the, the basics before we started thinking of going down that road. And as I said, we, we really don't need anywhere near everybody vaccinated in order for it to be effective. How many do we need? Um, I've seen numbers bandied around for a while. It's sort of in the 60 to 70 percent kind mm. of. Um, I've, I, I've seen some lower numbers, but I haven't really looked into that closely myself. So I, I think it's fair to say, and it does very much depend on how infectious uh, uh, something is, for example. So to stop measles, it's got to be at least you know, up to 95 percent. But this is less um, less infectious. So, you know, you probably don't need to aim quite as high. Oh, man. That's not really the message we want out there, is it? I think we do want to... We, we, we want to scare people into getting this injection, don't we? Um, what do you think, Marcus? Uh, what do you think about anti-vaxxers? How do we get people vaccinated when the vaccine arrives? Do we make it compulsory? I guess some people want to say, like, you don't get it, you don't get... I don't know what they could withhold. I'd like a medal for the team of five million. I've said that often. But you might want to mention that. What happens? Because ScoMo, Scott Morrison's going to make it mandatory. Like no jab, no... What did he used to do? No jab, no pay to get children vaccinated. But he thinks they want to do that for adults. He says, I don't think offering jelly beans is the way to do this. So maybe... I mean, some people are going to refuse because they think they've got maybe religious reasons or something. So I'm just curious to know what's going to be the way to do this. I reckon if everyone got a badge or something that said team of five million, I think that'd be an exciting thing to do. Give it to your grandkids. That's when I got the COVID jab. It would be like an incentive as opposed to a long stick approach. A lot of people on Facebook are going on that I want to get injected because they think it's Bill Gates trying to tag us. Mind you, everyone's carrying a cell phone around with them the whole time that takes down every single movement they make. They're okay about that. They just don't want a vaccine. Go figure.
Um, let's not write off the jelly bean things right away. I'm, I'm open to being bribed with jelly beans. Although, um, yeah, lollipops, jelly beans, that, that is a bit sort of childish. Could we not just get it like a, a shot? Like, could I not get a bourbon straight after? As an incentive? Or before even, and then I won't feel it, maybe. Just ideas. Just ideas. Hey, um, the wheels have fallen off here, two segments into the podcast. Uh, the wheels fallen off the uh, the 1pm COVID update presser. So now we have the inevitable chasing of the tail. And while we're chasing our tails, we have a community cluster growing and our first case outside of that community cluster. Unsurprisingly, that's a border worker at the quarantine hotel who doesn't routinely work there but goes in and out in a maintenance capacity. Shockingly, he showed up for work with a cough and passed the health check and carried on into work, which begs the question, are the health checks for quarantine facility workers stringent enough? We may never know, of course, because while the press came to life with a battery of questions yesterday, the answers from those in charge were elusive and underwhelming. I don't have that detail. It's a mystery. We'll follow that up. We just don't know. These were the actual answers given to the questions. I wish I was making that up. I'm not. That's the level of accountability and competence running things right now. We just don't know. It's all a mystery. Well, let's hope the mysteries start getting solved real quick because there is a yawning gap in accountability right now, a total disconnect between what we're being told and what is actually happening. It's flu vaccines and PPE all over again. The theory is not matching the reality. And no one's to blame. Not the Ministry of Health, not the Ministers, not the Defence Force, not the PM, not Ashley Bloomfield. No one. This is a shambles. And if broadcasting standards allowed, I'd be using the word cluster in an entirely other capacity to describe it. Can I be perfectly honest with you? I um, have to sit here for three hours a morning, every day, uh, listening to my host get stuck into various government officials about their handling of this crisis and I find it absolutely exhausting I can only imagine how they feel about it and I'll just repeat what I said yesterday I'm really not convinced anybody else would be doing a better job I'm not saying that they're doing a perfect job I'm just saying that perhaps nobody would be as much as we want them to but yeah, I, just, I just wanted to share that with you uh, Helen Clark wants to share uh, her reasons for you to vote yes to legalising cannabis. When it comes to the fact that young people won't have access to it, that's hooey though too, because we did that with alcohol and immediately the police warned us it would happen, the doctors warned, it, warned us it would happen. The moment it went to 18, 12, 13, 14 year olds were able to easily access alcohol. And sadly, Kerry, probably were when it was an age of 20 or 21 as well. So, you know, here's where adults need to show some responsibility. You shouldn't be supplying your kids with alcohol or tobacco or with cannabis or with any other such substance. We need some common sense here. The age is set at 20 for a reason. It's 18 for, for alcohol. It's always hard to hold the line, but you need public cooperation to hold the line and you do it as best you can. Uh, a question, and before I throw open the lines, um, I want to vote yes because it would decrease the gang's profits. What will stop gangs from pushing harder uh, drugs to make up for the loss? Well, cannabis is, is the most commonly used drug, and to access it, people have had to interact you know, directly or indirectly with 
organised crime to uh, to get it for the most part. There is a, a small craft supply, of course, in Canada or, or, or elsewhere, but essentially the distribution channels have been through crime. And that's what puts people into content uh, contact then with uh, people who are, are peddling other stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a woman who's obviously, her life's gone completely off the rails uh, because of her experiences with cannabis. Um... And that's just another example of how it's a slippery slope. Um, we've got a hilarious toilet story for you. I hope it's hilarious because I've left it till last and I like to have something hilarious at the end. I haven't heard it yet. Here we go. G'day, Raylene. Hello, Raylene. Let me take you over <laughs> to, um, to Tokyo. There are a couple of Tokyo parks that are attracting extra attention for their unusual new features, and they are public toilets with transparent walls. Eh? Right, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, this is to ensure that, number one, the public toilet doesn't inadvertently have somebody inside with nefarious thoughts on their minds, um, and number two, to show how clean it is. Uh, the good news is is that <laughs> once you go inside... Oh. It then becomes opaque, but ah, the, but right. the trick is that you yeah. do have to absolutely lock it. If you don't <laughs> lock it, <laughs> it will not become opaque. And the right. other thing is that once you're inside it, you have yeah. no idea whether people can see through or not, which is kind of oh. like anti-concept to me. Uh, yeah. But but so you've you've just got to you've just got to lock it. They look oh, absolutely terrifying. they look stunning. They are beautiful toilets, by the way. They're kind oh. of just architecturally designed with these gorgeous gorgeous colours. Uh, but uh, yeah, no no no. I think Gee, whereas I already have a terrible case of stage fright. If there's anybody else, I can't go. Anybody within a hundred metres. So imagine sitting there, well, standing there. Not sure if everybody walking past in the park and looking and say, oh, that guy looks familiar. Are you talking no. about family as well, Simon? <laughs> like even yeah, exactly. at home. Yeah, I oh. just I can't. You yeah, just, I'm bit, right. Mm. Yes. Oh, so good. I know I've actually already worked out my technique. If I was using one of those uh, latrines, what would you yeah, do? I would actually wait till there was somebody passing by, and I would wave from the inside. Now that would clearly tell me whether or not <laughs> <laughs> whether it's changed. Not everybody's going to wave at you, Simon. Can I just <laughs> no, say? No, nobody's going to wave. Not everybody's going to be waving at that. Waving exactly. out of the <laughs> Not a great idea. What is it with the Japanese and toilets? Um, surely the the key there is to uh, make it so you can't see out. Then it doesn't matter if people can see in because you can't see them seeing in. You know what I'm saying? Ugly as he'd be, I suppose that was hilarious. Pretty hilarious. Relatively hilarious. Um, that has been News Talks with Bean, and we'll be back with uh, more to- toilet humour tomorrow, maybe.